this episode of Punk's Talk Wrestling, we have chain wrap super kicks inside a Hell in a Cell, the inaugural Queen's Crown winner, and the solidification of the wise man's allegiance as we dive into our review review of Crown Jewel 2021. I am R.W. Hellborn, one half of your Punk's Talk Wrestling tag team hosts, hailing quote unquote from Philly, and always by my side, actually from London, England, he is my tag team podcast partner. He's a huge fan of Andre 3000 from Outcast, the proper prick, CJ Newman! Oh, very good. Did you know that Mick Foley has been in four Hell in the Cell matches and he's not won a single one of them? <laughs> he, has, he has his own streak but, um, of losing Hell in a Cell matches. Um, I've got one question for you. What were those four is, matches go? Is there those four match? matches in a minute go? Yeah. Fuck. Um, well, obviously there's there's uh, him versus the Undertaker mm-hmm. when he when they threw him out of the cell. Mm-hmm. There is, is it Mick Foley as Mankind um, and Triple H? I'll give you that. It was Cactus Jack, but it's it was okay. Cactus Jack. And, oh, it was Cactus it Jack and Triple H. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, it yeah, wasn't yeah, Mick that's Foley. That's two. That's two. Um, he had a he had a Hell in a Cell match with Kane. Yep, correct. On a, I think on a Monday Night Raw, and that's where he actually injured. I know that's because he injured his ribs mm-hmm. more from the fall from the side of the cage than he did than he injured himself from the fall from the top. Mm-hmm. Fuck! What's the fourth one? The time's up. Shit! You know, was, you got like you got like still like twenty five seconds left. Oh well, the intro's the intro's done. Oh, but that's okay. You got twenty five. seconds. Oh, I'm on I'm your like, clock, not yeah. on my clock. I've got well, my own I clock. Hurry the shit. fuck up. The problem is, I don't. Well, I still don't know it. I've given myself time. Um. As mankind, mm-hmm. Kane, Undertaker, and you're out of time. It was Kane and mankind versus the Undertaker and Stone Cold on an episode of Raw. Oh, and what's even uh, crazier is the Kane, the tag team one, him versus Kane, and him versus the Undertaker. All happened in 1998. <laughs> <laughs> so he was in three Hell in a Cell matches that he lost. In one year. In one year. Yeah. Three of the four Hell in a Cell matches. Yeah. Yeah, because I remember that the, the Hell in a Cell the Hell in a Cell with Kane was after the Hell in a Cell match. Um, with, I think it was, I, I think it was, was it after, or was it before out. The Undertaker, but it was on Raw. Let me find out here. Let Let's me, take a look. Let's, let me have a look here. Oh, um, and we've got... Okay, so... Hell in a Cell would be another one. Well, Hell in a Cell's coming up. Oh, Hell in a Cell just happened recently. What? No, it didn't. When did Hell in a Cell happen this year? It didn't. They've take, I think they've gotten rid of the pay-per-view. So it's just the... Which is good, because that means it can come up at any moment. You never know. I like that. Oh, shit. I'm, I was thinking Elimination cha- Elimination. Oh, that's been, been and gone, I think, yeah. Um, yeah, well, yeah, because it didn't... Was it Elimination Chamber in... Yeah, look at that. Would you look at uh, that? That's crazy. So, so everyone, that's fucking crazy. Everyone always says, "Oh, the second Hell in a Cell match, right, being Undertaker versus Mankind." But actually, the second, um, the second uh, Hell in a Cell match was Taker and Austin versus Mankind and Kane on Raw. Literally, like two weeks before that match. That oh, that tag team match happened first. Yeah, and the Mankind Kane match happened. 
after the man after Undertaker, mankind after, after mankind. mankind and Undertaker. Yeah, that's what right because the very first one was Undertaker and Shawn Michaels. Yeah. So that tag okay, so the tag match was second. I mean, it it happened on an episode that probably that people yeah. Well, anyway. We should and do. We could do a top ten. We could do a top ten Hell in the Cell matches. Oh, that's definitely a doable thing. Say, but look at that! In the first one. seven Hell in the Cell matches, Man, Mick Foley or the Undertaker were involved in in one way or another. In the first seven, <laughs> the first seven. That's crazy. How many Hell in the Cell matches were there? Fifty-two. <laughs> Shit! <laughs> Shit! That the timeline doesn't line up now. <laughs> Ah, uh, damn, you'll get it later. Okay. How do you want to start? Oh, yeah, I see what you mean now. <laughs> I just got that. Uh, um, yeah, there's a lot of, there's a lot of having the self facts. We should for, the, for our patrons, for our patrons, we'll get it. You know, patrons you know will get it because about. it'll be in chronological order. Yeah. For people here, for people here in the intro, uh, yeah, how do you want to start this episode? Um... <laughs> That's um Oh boy. <laughs> I think we both lost it today. But that's uh that's that's uh what am I gonna say here? Let, uh let's uh put your feet up <laughs> grab yourself a cup of tea and let's get right into it. Alright. So so right into it. So <laughs> Um so All right, give us the de- give us the details. Crown the- Jewel 2021 um, box stats. It came from Saudi Arabia, as all Crown Jewels have. Um, mm-hmm. In Riyadh, I can never pronounce the damn C. Riyadh. Riyadh. It's Riyadh, isn't it? Damn. Riyadh. Yes. Uh, Riyadh from the Mohammed Abdu Arena. Um, Twenty-two thousand people in attendance. That's that's what the attendant says. Just a, a very round yeah, twenty-two thousand, which I don't know if I'm, that's exact or, that. but it's a bit weird. Very precise. Yeah, they, very precise. They have a they have a they have a maximum capacity of twenty-two thousand, and that is exactly how many there were. Yeah, no more, <laughs> no less. Um, my guess is yeah. My guess is that's I mean, reported numbers are what's reported, and they probably just reported whatever twenty-two thousand. They, they you know. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know if I don't know. Looking back, do any of the other ones have a better? I'm just quick attendant. Look, looking back quickly, I clicking back into Crown Jewel. The other one said sixteen thousand equally. Right. The, 2019 didn't. Even I don't have feel like they're counting them at all. Then in which case. I don't think they're. Yeah, I think they're. I think they're using the. Here's the capacity. Here's how many seats we well, say we here's, have. Well, here's the deal. So like, here, they are 100 percent sending these places out. There's oh, absolutely! Like so, there's that. That's probably how they know. <laughs> right, that's how they know. They they say there's twenty two thousand seats, and we have sold them out. There are twenty two thousand people in attendance. Yeah, I'm, pretty much. I'm guessing that's the way they're that's they're the, working because yeah. they're all arena. They're all arena ones, so it's all circular. Yeah, well, this was um, an arena one, and so was the the one before this. But um, uh, before that, they were doing it in stadiums, but the stadiums aren't very big they're 25,000 25,000 seat stadiums that they have out yeah there. yeah they those stadiums i was surprised looking back at it yeah. you you don't think about it because they're 
I, they did a l- really good job with the camera work. Oh making, yeah, yeah. <laughs> making those making those arenas seem actually bigger than they were. And, and looking back at that, that was really I, I didn't take notice to going, it at all. Just going back real quick. So I was just looking. The Greatest Royal Rumble was the first event in Saudi Arabia, which is back yeah, in 2018. Yeah, that did have a big. That was that yeah, did have a big attendance. That was in the uh, King Abdullah International Stadium. That had sixty thousand people. So Sixty thousand, yeah. exactly. Yeah, exactly. Again. Exactly. <laughs> um, so, but this, yeah, this was the um, sixth um, event held in Saudi Arabia. Real and real quick, yeah. real quick. I want to. I want to sidebar. Kudos to Wikipedia. Uh, if you support Wikipedia, uh, that's just a thing that you should do. Because, uh, I, but I do love the fact that they have the, not just they've done the chronological order of each. They break down the pay-per-view for the network as far as what's next by chronological order throughout the year, but then they break down the oh, WWE individual and events. They and and they did a subsection for WWE yeah. in Saudi Arabia because if you go to Crown Jewel, there's there's the Crown Jewel chron- chronology. Yeah, wow, the yeah, Saudi I'm seeing Arabia that now too. So we got network chronology. You got yeah. Saudi chronology and Crown Jewel chronology. Yeah. Chrono- so chrono- just can't say kudos, kudos to kudos to Wikipedia, whoever's whoever's creating them, that they have yeah. that they have those subcategories Big and time. they ordered them uh, sequentially uh, properly. I just uh, appreciate it from a uh, from a network uh, network. Um, not 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 WWE network on Peacock Talk Peacock. <laughs> I mean, from like a IT database network uh, perspective. Uh, kudos just ge- just geeking out a little bit on that um it's very good it's very good but but also yeah uh punk stock wrestling podcasts we support wikipedia how could you not yeah you um, should i just i just now appreciating how the fact there are no adverts on wikipedia i'm looking at it right no, now it never has it's great. and hopefully never will be so beautiful um so this is the sixth but or- there are adverts on our podcast like this one coming up from our spot no there's no there's no adverts <laughs> we like, have no sponsors tell- <laughs> something i don't know here um, <laughs> yeah, so- yeah i'm just throwing yeah throwing you another curveball yeah uh so th- yeah this is the sixth uh sixth even um uh saudi arabia show um, and in fact, it was the first show to be held outside of the uh, United States um, after COVID. So this yes. is the first time they went abroad. First event they did outside of the United States. Um, yeah. yeah. So and probably actually, if you think about it, uh, likely the first. Oh, no, it's not a stadium show. I'll oh, shut the fuck up. Of course it wasn't. We just said that. But um, it was and also the first um, the first crown jewel to be on Peacock. Fuck Peacock, sorry. Fuck Peacock, but yes. Um, and, you know, there, as with as with all the Saudi shows, there is, excuse me, um, you know, just get, li- I get, I get sick being negative. Uh, <laughs> there's, no, there's, there's negative, thinking about negativity is, 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 uh, what am I getting at here? <laughs> Fell off real quick. Um, with all Saudi shows, there's uh, criticism of yeah. just them being in Saudi Arabia. And I know there was another there. This was I don't know that there was as much uh, open criticism this time other than other than, you know, it's post it's post pandemic, you know, first one post pandemic. So very cautious of things. Yeah. But it wasn't as it certainly wasn't as bad as the negative publicity they gained the first time they announced it and then 
um, whichever was the one, I think 2019 was the one that was uh, really... Yeah, that was, was I think it coincided. We won't had, obviously go into the news story, yeah, but the, there the, was a big news the, story at the time which it coincided yeah, it, with. And it, it, was, it has nothing to do with this, so we won't even, yeah. Yeah, we won't even go into that. But well, I think at this point, you know, uh, you know what, actually, we'll, we'll get into the event, obviously. What, but what, what, CJ? <laughs> Tell me what. <laughs> I actually think this Crown Jewel event actually quashed a lot of the criticism that, that, um, that the WWE was getting for Crown Jewel at the time. Yes, you know before I I, I had this in a note later on. Yeah, but I'll bring it up now. Yeah, go ahead because I'm gonna I'm probably gonna just say yeah exactly because I next. think before this event, obviously this is only the sixth one, and and how many have we had at this point up into this modern day? Oh, let me just quickly find that out for you. We have um, had um, ten. This will be the tenth one. This this coming few weeks from now. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, the so first five. What's this that? Is the first, this is the sixth one, so it's like the sec the, the the second five of ten. Right, exactly, yeah. So, you know, I think before this, like the event was always getting slandered. I will say that there were a few um you know, before before this event there were a lot of matches. Let's go back to, for example, the first one at the 50 man greatest Royal Rumble match, right? Which yeah. was a bit, bit hokey. Then we had, there the, was, the, well, it, it was, I, it was fun. I, I enjoyed it personally. Oh, oh no, for no, no. I mean, I enjoyed the match. There's nothing that I, there's nothing. That, the Royal Rumble match is one of the greatest matches. I love, you know, a, it is probably, if not the greatest match, my favorite match. Yeah. Second favorite. So a bigger Royal Rumble. I loved when they did the 40-man Rumble the one year. Yeah, they did and, that one year. And yes, yeah. more people is great. I, I will say the, the criticism, I had a little bit of criticism of that because it wasn't an actual Royal Rumble in January. Yeah. They were, you know, it, it. you can say that it, it you can say that it might have tarnished the name if you, uh, uh, the tarnish the royal rumble match in a way yeah or you can say hey you know what no it doesn't because this is a one-off this is a one-off thing for saudi arabia for the saudi fans this is we're giving them one you well, know, this is the we're deal. Get, and so, we're making it big. And we're making it a big deal. Yeah. yeah because so they, had, they needed to make it a big before, deal. They needed to make a lot of these a big yeah. deal. So before this, before this 2021 event, um, let, let's go back a little bit. So we had the Greatest Rumble. Then the year after that, we had DX versus the Brothers of Destruction. Again, a bit of a hokey match. Doesn't have much, much, you know, on yeah. modern day television. It doesn't. It's more of a, a, a showcase. Not a show, like an they exhibition wanted, match. Year, well, yeah. Year, a year and, after that, we had Undertaker versus Goldberg. Year after that, we had um, Tyson Fury versus Strowman and uh, Cain Velasquez versus Brock Lesnar. Like, we kept having these exhibition matches. This was the first one that they had where it actually felt like it was an actual pay-per-view that was yeah. part of the WWE weekly television like universe. It's, it actually meant something. Yes, there yeah. were. Yeah, and those, well, those early ones exactly were, were that. They yeah. were... Now, of course, neither of us know any any details of any of this stuff, or, or you know, whatever's out there is out there. But from my understanding of those early events, the people who bought and paid for those events 
wanted to have certain things and they wanted to have as many of these known superstars because the people that knew anything about it already were admittedly like behind on what the current product was. They yeah. didn't, they're not, they really weren't, they probably weren't getting the current product or, or few people were getting the current product. Yeah. If anything, they were, they were probably getting things that were months or maybe years old. Like there's a lot of people that don't realize they really don't realize that they, they think that every country is just connected in the same way with, with stuff like this. Yeah. And it's just not necessarily the case. You just don't, if, if, there are they, just because it's available on the internet doesn't mean that people people in other countries are widely watching it or yeah. having these events like or know what's going on. Exactly. Know? So exactly. these people these people know the Undertaker and Stone Cold and all these other. I mean, there there was that rumor that like they were asking they wanted Yokozuna in a match and like hey man Yokozuna's been dead for a long time. <laughs> you know I don't know if that was a rumor. That, if that I was don't know if that not. was true or not, but it was definitely a heavy but, rumor going around at the time. Yeah. But, it would also it wouldn't surprise me yeah it really it and it, it it wouldn't surprise me like they probably wanted to see hulk hogan versus andre the giant or or like they wanted to see these iconic things they just they didn't know they wanted to put on the biggest show case and yeah. that's exactly it it was showcase yeah um and i understand some fans might not have liked it because because it took away from i can see you saying see some people saying it took away from the normal shows yeah. because you're trying to push something and you're trying to shoehorn DX into a match with the brothers of destruction. And how are you supposed to, how are you supposed to promote this for people that know that, know that this is like, what is this? Like, yes, I understand it was questionable, but it wasn't, it was none of the, none of them was, nothing was as bad as, well, Undertaker versus Goldberg, uh, when was that the Undertaker versus Goldberg match? That was bad. That was that bad. was like that was very that bad. was legitimate. And and they everybody everybody just admits even the Undertaker admits even, that. even the Undertaker admitted like he was in no shape. <laughs> yeah, like it was bad. Um, this you're right though. This is the first one that felt like it was truly connected to the storylines. They meant everything meant something. It yeah. was they got they got you to the point where, hey man. Hey man, at this is these crown jewel events are going to continue to happen. So we're going to make them a part we're going to make them a part of the storyline because they have to happen. Yeah. And we have to and we have to sell we have to sell both markets on this. Yeah. We still want you to watch it. Um, you know, and it's and I'm sure it's hard to watch it's hard to watch something it's hard to watch something live in the or in the afternoon on like a Thursday. <laughs> Um, oh really? Really? Is it hard? Yeah. Try watching it at one o'clock in the morning every single yeah. every single month for the it's last twenty five yep, years. You know, it's difficult when you're not in the in the in the normal time zone. Yeah. But um, no, I, I, I you're right. This felt this felt like a real. It felt like it belonged with all of the other premium live events. Exactly. It, it did. It, it belonged as a part of you know it's. They're pushing, they're probably pushing this cr the crown jewel to like eke into the big five yeah. of, of this kind of decade. You know, the 2020s decade, I can see crown jewel becoming, you know, it'll be WrestleMania, SummerSlam, WrestleMania, Royal Rumble, 
SummerSlam. Uh, Survivor Series. Cr- Survivor Series and Crown Jewel. Yeah, like, money in the bank now these days, actually. But but money, but even that, even though I'm, I'm t- uh, money in the bank, I think, I think Survivor Series precedes money in the bank. Crown Jewel will precede the the other uh, PLEs, yeah. because of the grand nature of it being yeah. being in Saudi Arabia every year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and whereas and 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 those other events are very specific. Yeah, Survivor Series will will rem- uh, to me will remain. Because of its heritage, for sure, yeah, you know. But um, yeah, before we go, I mean, straight into the first match, I'll actually read this little this little bit here that says it says in contrast to WWE's earlier events held in Saudi Arabia, the 2021 Crown Jewel was met with positive review positive reviews from critics. Yeah. Uh, with much praise being directed to the Hell in the Cell match between Edge and Seth Rollins, which was the first match of the night. Well, but pre, uh, well, 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 there was well, a well, there, there was, was a pre-show. pre-show there was a pre-show. Pre-show match. kickoff was uh, it was a it was a the Usos in a non-title match with the reformed Hurt business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and nothing. Uh, uh, and Jimmy beat uh, Jimmy beat Alexander. Yeah, per, uh, pinned Alexander with Uso splash. Nothing happened there. Nothing that much was happened just, there. Just to you know get the Usos and the Hurt business on. Uh, on the event. Now, I was, was really, I was really excited to watch this event because as soon as we saw the card, I realized that, and basically, Edge versus Seth Rollins, Hell in the Cell at this, at this event, was for legit my favorite match of 2021. Oh, the, that match was amazing. Yeah, and actually, the... um, WWE... Um, on their website, voted it their their best match of 2021 themselves as well. Of, of and I think that's, so. that this is another another reason why this event really really stood out was yeah. the these matches were good even when even when we go into some of the other questionable stories yeah like these matches were actually good oh all, yeah uh, all around um um yeah so let's just I mean let ju- yeah jump into this match I mean a hell of, I, I certainly can say that there's never been a Hell in a Cell match that I haven't fully enjoyed. True. Um, it, even even the Undertaker, Big Boss Man, Dog Pound, uh, what was it like? Dog Pound in a Hell in a Cell, whatever. No, that was just a Hell in a Cell. It, it was um, Big Show. Sorry, Big Show. Big Boss Man no. and Al Snow had a dog. Big Boss Man, dog Al kennel Snow from Hell match. Or whatever the dog that. kennel from Hell match. Yeah, yeah. Still loved it. Infamous match. Love it. Put it on my put it on my list of things I love that anybody else can hate. <laughs> will never quench my enjoyment of it. Um, no, I'm thinking of when Undertaker hung Big Boss Man, like literally around his noose around his right. neck. Right. Yeah. 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 Murdered, m- murdered Big Boss Man in the middle of the ring. Yeah. Um, and, and I bring that up only because we'll get to that. We'll we'll get to you know in you know. Uh, Threats of murder later, <laughs> um, but yeah, this is a Hell in a Cell. Like every Hell in a Cell match, is excellent. It's great. This now, Hell so in a Cell match was above the. Board. A lot of like, people like. I mean, for years now. I mean, the let's let's look at the first ever two Hell in a Cell match. I mean, Hell in a Cell is definitely something we could do a whole episode about one day. But 
I mean, the first two Hell in the Cell matches really set the tone <laughs> uh, for yes. what Hell in the Cell match. People flying off and going outside the cell and. But obviously, after that, the cell kind of took on more of a form where it is more, mostly contested inside the cell, and it's kind of crazy because yeah. even to this day, people go if there's a hell in the cell match and people don't like go to the top or go outside the cell, people lose their minds. And I'm like, most of the hell in the cell matches to this day now have been contested solely inside the cell. And don't get me wrong, there have been some where. I guess it could have, it maybe could have used a little more than just being inside. But this is one of those Hell in the Cell matches where they used, they used the fact that they were contained in that cell to their advantage, and they really yeah. made it feel like a hellacious match, which is exactly what a Hell in the Cell is meant to feel like. I'm yeah, I'm I'm glad they they well, two of them had no need to break out of the cell, like. Yeah. You know that you that that comes. There's been past matches where you know there's been a move and they, someone's been speared or gorged right. through, through the cage, through yeah, the cell, yeah, yeah. Out, on the outside. And yeah, those spots are great, even when you get to fight outside. Um, no, I don't want to see anybody up on the top, and I don't want to see anyone do what Undertaker and Mankind did ever again. No, no one. No one wants to see, and no one, and and no one will allow it. No one in WWE will. Allow yeah, I mean, obviously we saw Shane jump even, off, and that, but that was done with clear safety. I mean, with that the, was yeah. yeah, and and it was, and you know what it was? It was, it was. Hey, we're not going to do any. We're not going to let someone else do something like this. Yeah, I'll take the responsibility of this bump myself. Right. Yeah. You know. Um, and and I and I appreciate that because I don't you know I don't need I don't need that pop again. I want I want that to be the only time that that's ever happened. Yeah. I want uh, you know I want Mick Foley and and Undertaker to have that. I mean we will um, go down in you know we will go down in history really. I mean that's that that's a moment and it's one of those few moments in wrestling that's transcended wrestling. In fact, people that yeah. don't watch it have seen that moment, kind of like Andre you know, being slammed by Hogan. It's one of those moments now. Um, you just know about yes, it. Yes, one of the, like, yes, like that moment when Hulk, Hulk Hogan slammed Andre. 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 I'm an American. So. Andre, yeah. <laughs> say, it, say it like, say it like you, say it like you despise him. <laughs> Andre. Uh, anyway. 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 Um, yeah, um, no, Helen is <laughs> Um, the the one thing I mean the one thing we take out of it you know we're, again we don't we don't play by play everything but yeah, obviously exactly. the one the big the biggest thing you take out the takeaway for me was the the super kick with the chain wrapped around oh yeah yeah foot. yeah um, so good yeah and then um, and then the other big thing um, you know spoil you know spoiler alert for something that happened two years ago <laughs> um, but edge edge winning with um with a Seth stomp. Rollins stop. Yeah, that's right. And I don't know. Like we've seen we've seen opponents use we've seen people use their opponents finishing moves. But to actually match. win the match but with it. To actually win yeah. the match with it. I do I, not know that I've ever you're seen right. that. You're I, very much right. And, and I'm trying I'm trying to think of a I've also I was also trying trying to think of um a time so, where uh like someone's um what, what was i trying to say here my mind just went i don't blank. know help me out but while you think of it 
if anybody knows, if anybody thinks of a time when a wrestler has won the match with their opponent's finishing move, like def- definitely tell us. Sound off in the comments below, like they say on real podcasts and things. Um, I can't remember Which what I was going to say. We're, okay, so there, we're real. Oh gone. wait, oh you figured? Oh you no, I forgot. Okay, it's gone. Don't worry about it. It's, oh, it's yeah. completely gone. Well, it's completely the, oh, gone. Well, I'll finish of... my affirmation. I, I'll, yes. I'll finish my affirmation about the fact that we are a real podcast because we're in double digits. We've we're we've eleven, baby. It, you know, eleven. Yeah, we've surpassed. We've surpassed the milestone that you that you said. What was it, what was it? Uh, seven five. episodes. Five episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we've now doubled that. We've doubled. We've doubled what ninety nine. What was it? Ninety nine. It's 98%? like ninety. It's like ninety five percent of podcasts that start. Yeah. 95% of podcasts stop after five episodes. That's right. Yeah. And if, and we've if, da- we, and if we've we were, that. if our podcast was a WrestleMania, then the main event of this WrestleMania would be Lawrence Taylor versus Pam Pam Bigler. <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot to un. That's a lot. That's to a lot to un- yeah. That's a lot to unpack there. We're gonna, I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to listen to that again and rewind. That, that's a clip. That is a clip. That, that's a clip. That's a clip for, that's a clip for a clip. the TikTok. Um, yeah, but yeah, that's a so. clip for the TikTok that you can follow us at Punk's Talk. Yeah, Wrestling there's nothing there yet, but there will be Marco words. But I didn't real, but I didn't realize this when you uh, when you make a TikTok name and you put spaces, it puts a dot in there, so it's Punk's da- dot talk dot really? wrestling. Yeah, right, but if you search, on, just talk- search, but it doesn't matter. You just search for it. You You're just asking a guy in his mid thirties and a guy in his mid forties to try and set up a TikTok account. Yeah, what did you want? I know. What did you expect? <laughs> Give me, give me some, you know, give me at least some credit that I, you know, <laughs> I did it. I did it mostly right. Um, before we move on from this match, I, I mean, I, yeah, I, I love this match. I mean, what it's, else do you say? It's, it's, it's my favorite match of the year. I actually love this match. They're yeah, actually, if you, it, this, I mean, this is one. I actually, I kind of remember finishing off 2021, remembering this as being one of my favorite events of the year, let alone. 20, so, also, real quick note to that. Um, <laughs> oh, man. Sorry, indigestion there. Still, still, uh, you know, still a little sick from that negativity earlier. Um, Twenty-seven minutes and forty seconds. Yeah, it's that, long. Longest the match long, of the, night the, long, too. the longest match on the card by eight by like eight minutes. Yeah, big time. Um, Opening match. Here's a question I mean, for you. Tw- twice as long as the main event. How many? Give a guess. How many Hell in a Cell matches do you think there've been in in history? 100 billion no oh um no that's way too many that was such a child's um, answer <laughs> we're two dudes we're two dudes in our mid 30s and 40s yeah. talking about wrestling for hours every week there was also like a fuck you answer it's like i can't be bothered um, with your shit, no i know so. i know i i sorry yeah that's i know that was a dick of me i uh, sorry i apologize <laughs> no real answer um how many hell in the cell qu- how many how many hell in the cell matches have there been yeah um I'll give you three guesses. 13, maybe? Like what 14? The fuck? Are you crazy? 15? No. Yeah. No. If you can't figure, there's been a few women's Hell in a Cell matches now. That's right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. What? What? Am I way off? Is you're it, way like, too the many? fuck off. Not way low? Yes. Way too many? No, no 15 too... is not. All right. I'll give you two more guesses. I said you give me three. Wait. So. Give me two. But I couldn't hear through your laughing, through your laughing at me. I couldn't hear whether you said it was too high or too low. So it's I, too low. So I'll use, it's too low. That's too low. 50, oh, way too low. I just said too low. I didn't tell you how. Oh, low. okay. See, I, 
Um, and no, it could be way too low, but I'm, I'm just 27. Saying. Okay. But no, it's not that. 27. More reasonable? Um, am I warmer? Am I, am I, am I too, too low still? I mean, you're, you're definitely warm. Uh, yeah. Warmer than. Yeah. What's that 15. like? I'm definitely warmer, but have I, but I, but I, but like in uh have you ever, do you see, have you ever seen the Price is Right American yeah. Uh, yeah, game I know. show? Um, we had you it the over here right? too. With, uh, oh, you do? Yeah, like, hosted by get... uh, Bruce Forsyth. You wouldn't know who that is, but don't worry. Oh, you have your own, ver- you have your own version of the Price is Right with a different host. Um, yeah, it was called, cool, but it was tagged the uh, Brucey's, as in Bruce Forsyth. Brucey's The Price oh. is Right. Yeah. Bruce's The Price is Right. Wow, look at that. I didn't know, I, I didn't know that they, um, that they were intercontinental, international. Um, I'm pretty sure, although I now feel like, hold on. You I wonder. On. I wonder, give, I wonder give if that guess. was, I wonder if that started, I wonder if yours started before ours. And we no, I feel like you yours well. definitely. So it was hosted by Bruce Forsyth okay. in uh, 1984 to 1988. Wait, 1984 to 1988? That's the only four years that you... But the we, price is right. Yeah, and you guys had it. You guys, you guys had it from seventy two. So. Oh, I mean, it's still going on for us. Yeah. Oh, fuck! It's nineteen seventy two revival of a nineteen fifty six TV show. Holy fuck! That's an old TV show. Yeah. All right. Anyway. Anyway. Um. <laughs> anyways, yeah. You you know the the point is uh, when you have One to guess, guess. You, you know get the closest without going over. If I if I go over, then I then I automatically lose. You've definitely not then gone I, over. I've not gone over even well, with you did 27. Well, you say 100 billion, so technically. It's <laughs> 100 billion. Um, 34. Okay, you're wrong. 52. Edge Damn. versus Finn Balor at, at WrestleMania 19, uh, 39 was uh, the 52nd Hell in a Cell match. Wow, that's a lot. That's I, a lot. I, I, grossly, I grossly underestimated that. There must be a lot... Of, I have a there's a lot less memorable Hell in a Cell matches than than, than you thought. I've, like than let, me, thought. let me let me wow. throw out a really random Hell in a Cell match that no one would ever remember. Like well, there's probably been I'm CM thinking, Punk versus Ryback and Paul Heyman. Oh uh, wait, no, but didn't that isn't that when the isn't that literally when the Shield? No, that was like CM Punk, Ryback, and John Cena in a triple threat. Oh, John Cena. Yeah, right. yeah, I knew yeah. Ryback was involved. I he miss Ryback. Yeah. Man, feed me more. I, I would love I would love a Ryback revival. Revival. Revive, revive back. <laughs> let's get let's get that going. Revive back. I get, thought get, right, bring, revival was better. But he yeah, but he has he has some, he I, I I the only thing I remember is that he had some very specific um ideas on how the business should go should work oh he's insane now by the way yeah so yeah. so uh, like, like you that's should the, see him on social media it's quite oh really terrifying. well then maybe maybe scratch it. uh let me just clarify i was a fan of ryback's the character work the character i know nothing about the guy personally all i knew that he <laughs> all all i knew is that he wanted to like unionize professional wrestlers and i'm like okay yeah that would be the end of the i mean let's get into that but that's not going to happen <laughs> yeah it's not going to happen um you're not going to change the way the entire industry works just because you didn't like the, the contract you signed yeah pretty much um, at the end of the day um <laughs> but i loved his character i was such a fucking fan he made he reminded me because he reminded me so much of the ultimate warrior like yeah he, he was, had he was that mad. as a kid like he could have been, he could have been such a 
cool for kids guy, like, crazy, I'm crazy Ryback, feed me more vitamins and vegetables and, you know, feed me more positivity and, uh, you know, shit. he could have been, he could have been so great for everyone and I, uh, I miss that. Could have um, been. Could have been. You know who could? You know who still could be though. Who's that? Um, you could just give that entire give that entire Ryback angle. Fuck it, give him it. Give him the give him the uh, entrance theme music, and just put and uh, just put Steiner's kid uh, on the main <laughs> roster with Feed Me More. The same the same thing. You God, could, you'd make Vince McMahon so happy to you say I that. would I just want I just want I just want some big dude to come out and be like, Feed me more ruff 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 and you know, and be that be that big bulldoggy guy again. I love that I love that character. I love that ultimate warrior guy. I love that that big just I'm a big like like there's n- Otis, ha- Otis like, could be that. Otis, Otis could definitely be someone like that. Otis could definitely could, but he's but you want someone that's like jacked, right? He's also he also kind of he's kind of bordering on the comedy. He's 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 kind of got himself into the comedy end too far. Yeah, like he needs to get himself. I can't take Otis serious. I never could take Otis seriously. Imagine imagine Otis in a Vader fucking mask, man. He he's like Vader. Oh yeah, he could be he could be a Vader for sure. Oh, he certainly could. I mean, do put I mean, yeah, put him in a mask. Um, yeah, get him, get him possessed by the spirit and you know like, what? like I don't know. I don't, man, we are really going off the beaten track, but I'm we gonna, are so we uh, haven't even gotten to this. Yeah, second the second match, match, but here. I'm going to say what I was going to say we're anyway. Put, we're we, put, it's been a long time since we had a masked wrestler that wasn't a luchador. That's true. Well, I mean, it's not been a long time. We had the fiend. Shut it, up. Besides the I fiend. <laughs> Besides the fiend, a masked wrestler that wasn't a. I think you. Uh, 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 well, he was a. That was he a, wasn't a master. That was a he master. Wasn't a master he was, that was that was like that was the fiend. That wasn't a Bray master. Wyatt was a character. Yeah, Bray Wyatt was a character. Yeah, that's true. That was not a master wrestler. Yeah. That was the fiend. And really, all we've ever had is mankind, um, Vader, and Kane. Really, if you think about it, right? Vader is a man. It's clearly a man in wearing a, mask. a leather mankind mask. Mankind was a man like, in a mask. Mankind is clearly a man. Kane was a, a man in a mask. He's wearing the mask. The fiend he had was not a man in the mask. The fiend was the fiend. Was the fiend? But yeah, well, and to, to yeah, even 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 mankind was still a man in a mask. Like yeah, oh for sure, yeah. Like he knew it was he. You know, it was almost like, um, like a straight jacket for the face. So I'll give you that. I'll give you that one. I'll give you that before we'll, we'll correct that before uh, any any anonymous critics <laughs> could even could even uh, get to that. But you know you're right. Like um, we could have. You know they tried. They really tried with uh, with Karrion Cross when he when they brought him back. True, and put but there was an uh, entrance mask. Fuck. I don't count that shit. It, it was what? So he just only wore it during his during his entrance. Oh, true. Yeah, Some good that's true. Uh, they had um, what's his name? Um, in in um uh, mm-hmm. what was that what was that thing that everybody hated but was really just great oh um, uh, um, training for um, dijack and T-bar and, the, and T-bar and Mace T-bar and Mace yeah they both wore masks yeah they both wore what yeah and but they didn't jack also, they, and, didn't also yeah. they didn't stick around long that, it no. wasn't lasting no um anyway major character we're talking about major character we're talking about we're talking way off speaking, track here. speaking of retribution we had mustafa ali versus man yeah there we yeah, go there that's we how go. we get it in it ten see that's for, that's what you call full circle right there that's how you get it back around yeah. mustafa ali the 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 one-time leader of retribution um 
losing here to Mansoor. Losing to to Saudi Saudi's uh, Saudi's own. Saudi's Undertaker. Saudi's own <laughs> because he's undefeated. That's... Oh, he's undefeated. Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay, I thought you meant like I thought you... uh, like okay. I would have said more like. Saudi's Saudi's like Shawn Michaels, like he's a pretty boy. Oh, okay, kind yeah, of like but I, I'm just thinking more of the streak. That's what. I But you were talking more about his streak. Well, yeah. it's it's kind of hard to be a streak at like only two. Yeah, like it's really not a streak well, no, I d- until I, I, I don't know. I'm not. I can't be bothered to look how many matches. He, but, um, he went like four, I think. He well, was... how many crown jewels? He was. He's only been in. He's only been in two crown jewels. He's been in that right. I don't know. Or no, he definitely wrestled at the others. He wrestled in 2019. Um, um, yeah, let's just look here. Um, unless see. he was uh, Mansoor versus Cesaro. He beat Cesaro at 2019. In 2018, he oh wow uh, was an oh my god was he um, okay so he so he was in three. 2019 he beat Cesaro. Wait, where is that? No shit. Twenty. 2019, he beats Cesaro, yeah. Man, yeah, Mansoor defeats Cesaro by pinfall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to And Cesaro. then Super Showdown, he beat Dolph Ziggler. There you go. Super Showdown, but Super Showdown does not count. Yeah, but it's a Saudi Super Arabian Showdown. show, though. Oh, you just mean, okay, so yeah. his streak is undefeated in Saudi, Saudi Arabia, Arabia. But, okay, we're talking about, I was I was talking about just Crown Jewel. All right, well, being, still. Being the WrestleMania of Saudi Arabia. I'm still but, correct okay, let's, in saying that he's undefeated. Well, so. All right, he's still he's still undefeated in his, in WWE events in his home. Yeah. Basically, every time they had an event in Saudi Arabia, he was on the card. But There you go. Problem being, okay. he then got a gimmick that, let's just say Saudi Arabia wouldn't be friendly with that gimmick so he never wrestled again once he got that gimmick oh when he uh, i don't know that that's a thing i we can't i can't uh we can't necessarily we, let's, not, let's not let's not go into that yeah let's not let's not assume anything that doesn't have to do with yeah, uh yeah. 2021's crown jewel we're still at match number two it's still <laughs> it was still mansoor versus mustafa it was a great match yeah it was a it i mean it, so, so, both guys i mean for real it's those guys—they're both solid, solid, fast-paced wrestlers. Yeah. Um, everything was everything was just—it was a fucking smooth, nice, like kind of not exactly lucha, but pretty. Yeah, pretty near. fluid, pretty good match, and yeah, yeah. yeah. We had uh, we had Ali missing a four fifty splash, and then uh, Mustafa, and then Mansoor hitting a um, neck break. It was to win. it was emo emo. emo I, I noted him as emo Mustafa with his with his extremely <laughs> his, bold his eyeliner. Guy, guy liner, yeah. Um, also, the big but the biggest news at the end of the match. Yeah. The he ya ha wa he ya ha ha. We get ten. We get like three minutes of. Of hiyas while a masked a, 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 a talk about not masked Arthur, but a, but someone uh, whose face is completely covered takes an extremely an Undertaker length time yeah, down he to the really ring. Really took his fucking time. Yeah, um, um, and it was and I uh, want, karate. Well, I did found this out today. So, Olympic silver medalist from from yeah the um I'm gonna I'm gonna butcher his name go on so there. I tried to write it down phonetically which will probably be bad but I be- I I believe it's Horik Hamdi um Horik yeah, Hamdi I'll, I'll take, your close? Word. take your word for I don't it. think it was 
I don't um, think it was. That's terrible. I'm gonna, uh, uh, yeah, I'm going to just take your word for it. But well, here's the thing I didn't know, right? You're right. re- someone that uh, wrestles is a wrestler. Someone that boxes is a boxer. Someone that mm-hmm. does karate is a ka- karateka. A karateka? Uh, yeah. Tareg. Oh, Tareg Ham. What? Tareg Hamidi. What? That's his name. No, that's his name. Yeah, I'm not talking. Tareg Hamidi. Okay. I had <laughs> when I when I wrote it down. I was reading. I wrote it down based on based on the how the announcer oh has said it, and I heard it completely. But I was talking wrong. about his not his name, but someone that does karate is called a carrot. Karateka. Yes, and then I saw, and that's where I oh, saw well, then his you name went back to his in name the, again. Okay. Yeah, I went back to his name and and how I did butcher it completely. So okay. my apologies. I hey, don't fuck. think anyone's going to hear this. To, Man, to... how old do you think that guy was during during that entrance? One hundred billion. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> um. Oh, twenty-seven. Uh, he looked. He's twenty. He was twenty-three. Twenty-three. That, I was uh, actually closer. Okay, twenty-three years old. old. He's twenty-five now, yeah. but he was twenty. He looked way older than Man. twenty-three. But he just came down and fucking kicked Ali yeah, in he the head. Kicked his fucking head off. It yeah. was great, and everyone cheered. And I love a good feel-good moment from with a hometown hero yeah. comes out and gets good. applause. Like, good. yeah, feels good. It does. It feels good. And I'm and the point being, I'm glad he had that moment. Yeah, that's awesome. Celebrate good times and good feelings. Up next, we got RK Bro on a camel. <laughs> we kind of rapidly moving around, rapidly moving. Well, we had on Riddle we, on a camel. We had Randy Orton looking like he wanted well, to give the fucking yeah. camel an RKO the whole time. Yeah, holy shit! He really did. He. Did. It was. Uh, yeah. I don't know if he knew about that. I never looked to find out if he. knew I'd that love was to think happen. that he had no idea. Although I, I don't know. I feel like if he didn't, Randy Orton. No, fuck that. He had to have done. He just came out the curtain. You're trying to tell me they hid a camel back there. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I I think yeah, I think Randy Orton might have might have noticed. He would have definitely. I, if I'm, I'm going to bet, I think he was in on it. Yeah, but he, he looked he looked the part. Yeah, he was incensed with rage that he because at that point I think at that point in their in their tag team they were still they were still very much the odd couple and I like they were teamed up. He did not want to team with with uh, with um, Riddle originally. That was that was an odd couple pairing yeah, that just yeah. happened. So he was still extremely reluctant. Yeah. Um, to deal with this, you know, with this shen- these shenanigans of of Riddle, um, but it was great. It was Riddle on a camel, and and then there was a match. That's but right. but there's riddle on a camel, um, so that's what I wrote down <laughs> in my notes. Um, it was a, it was a, it was okay match. It was. I mean, where's Omas lately? He just appears every so often and disappears again. Yeah, I, uh, well, I don't. Yeah, they don't really. They never really had much for him yeah. on his own. Like I didn't even think it was he, all that bad either. I think he's okay. No, actually. but I think he, I I think he suffered from I think he suffered from unfortunately the same thing that a lot of big guys like him suffer from. He he didn't have a lot of mic skills. Yeah, like it was hard. It was just hard to get over as anything other than the big giant, the big monster giant. Yeah, 
And then as soon as someone beats you, you're no longer this. He sort of just becomes relegated into that mini boss. Yeah. It's like Omos comes out when someone's when someone's calling out tough guys and wants a challenge. Omos comes out and, and is like, yo, let's step up and let's see. Like he's. He's become like he's become like that level one, level two. Yeah, yeah. Boss. Yeah, Not I kind of I kind of enjoyed it when he was um, tagging with AJ. I probably think that's probably the the peak of his career. Well, yeah, I, I, mean, he, I know he's had bigger matches since then, but I I think that pairing really really worked for him. I it did it. Well, the odd the the odd um uh, the odd couple pairing always works. Yeah, Shawn Michaels and Diesel. Exactly. Shawn Michaels and Sid and Sid Vicious. Yeah. Um. When um, they they even did it in um, NXT, I I used to I used to talk about it all the time in NXT UK. They had um, it's not Isle of Dawn now. Um, who was it? I oh man, I forget now. I have to look it up. But she had you know her bodyguard. Um, it wasn't Dewdrop. Um, what was her other name before that? Uh, but they P- they were pl- Pippa Niven. Piper Niven, yeah, they were oh, playing. Oh, yeah, she's called that now again, isn't she? Oh, I don't know if she. Had... Yeah, I don't she's, know. She's called Piper Niven again. Well, she wasn't called Piper Niven in the next match, which is Zelina Vega versus Dewdrop. <laughs> I don't not not to not to push past this, but I'm just. But there's not a whole lot to say. No, about, it was a pretty short match. Eight anyway. minutes for a tag team, Raw tag team championships. Yeah, it was a great. It was, okay. it was a showcase match. It was, it was it, a. It was a thing. I mean, it was okay. It was a feel good showcase match for eight and a half. I think right. they spent most of the time, most of that time, getting Riddle there on the camel. Um, <laughs> it was fun. Almost is a great. Almost definitely is a great guy. Yeah. Great. Um, he's great in a tag team. I. I think he works the best in a tag team. I yeah. think Someone else. Someone else needs a big bodyguard. Call Almost. Um, but speaking of Dewdrop not being a dewdrop now but she was dewdrop then in the finals in the finals for the queen the inaugural queen's queen crown ring. tournament yeah yeah queen oh, of queen's the ring. crown was it was it queen's queen? crown i don't yeah i don't think they called it queen of the ring they just called it queen's oh crown yeah tournament. that's i don't like that um, but yeah anyway um we get we get uh, we get a solid five uh five minutes and 50 seconds uh you know criticize people are going to criticize it as Women women's matches getting less time. Yeah, I mean, um, I, I don't think Zelina Vega and Dewdrop was a good pairing. Like, you know what I mean? I think, yeah, I think it was a, I think it was a nice showcase. Yeah, I think it was a great it, showcase. It, it, job. it was definitely a David versus Goliath situation. I love, yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. The David versus Goliath matchup always is always good. Yeah, they put on a great match. I love them both. I uh, Zelina Vega is great, and and um, Piper Niven. I've been a fan of her work. Since since NXT UK, yeah, I she, mean, I, I, she's great. I remember and once you get her, once you let her go. I remember seeing her um, on Indies before she was in even in the WWE like in the UK. So she's she's, she's really she's good. fierce. Yeah, she's she, great. You, know, you let if you just let her if you just let her unleash her. I like, really do think that she's going to be someone that like kind of gets better later in her career for some reason it's, i don't know why. i i'm i yeah and it's I'll, I'll say this i was disappointed i was a little disappointed i don't want to be critical uh, it's hard to be critical of uh, it's always it's easy to be critical of nia Jax because of her history of injuring people i'm not a fan of nia Jax. I, we know that i've never been a fan of nia yeah. Jax's character I, I i've not been a fan of that yeah i was disappointed that piper niven 
wasn't put in that spot when she came up. Yeah. When 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 Nia Jax came back. Now I know there was I know there was uh, there's been some previous stuff, and maybe this and maybe Nia Jax is just a holdover. I don't see her being around for long again. She never is mm. because everybody gets tired. Nobody likes it. Like, and I'm sorry. As much as you try, yeah. I was a big. I was. Honestly, I was a real big fan of hers originally. I I, I loved her originally. I mean, I think everyone, you know, let's see what happens here with this new run because... But she know, never changed. She, she nev never did anything. No, no, she no. She never... Nothing ever changed with her. Yeah. Her attitude never changed. Her gimmick never changed. Her style never changed. Her intro never changed. Yeah. Nothing... She never evolved at any point. Yeah. Whether she was... And... and it was she's just her, the character's dull. Yeah. Um. And I think and everybody know and everybody everybody turns on it like it's it's easy heel work because it's cheap heel work. Yeah. Um. And I can see it being and and I'm fine with her being where she is right now. She's you know she's dominating and seems to be a little more safe than she used to be. Yeah. I um, think it generally as a as a wrestler, I think hopefully she seems a bit safer now. I know she did. Yeah. It seems like she did actually injure like um, Rhea Ripley on her debut, which is quite ironic. But oh yeah, like, um, well yeah, on her debut, like oh uh, her return, sorry. Yeah, like see exactly that. And now, yeah. and I don't even know at this point how much is that is that even real. Yeah, exactly. Like, is that is that really real, or are that they? Was, yeah, exactly. Are they really leaning into it and like listen? Let's let's you want heel heat, you want to be booed. Let's keep let's. Let's get the let's get the smarks in on this whole. Let lean into this angle of you injuring people. Yeah, and we'll kind of lean into it too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Zelina Vega defeated Dewdrop via pinfall to become the inaugural Queen Scratch. Become it's, Queen Zelina, which I quite quite enjoyed that gimmick. I did. I, I really enjoyed it. It's 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 unfortunate we spent we spent more time talking about other things <laughs> even than this match. But what do you say about the match? It was a solid it, match by two short, solid wrestlers. Short match, but it was. Uh, it, was it was a short match. It, yeah, it got got what it needed to get done, and um, I'm glad. I'm glad they got. I'm glad they got. I'm glad they got at least. This is one of the. This is another one of those things where you question: Should this have even been on this event? Yeah, they they true. they did they did the Xavier Woods. You know, they did the King of the. I think I think because part of the part of the whole things they. They gave them the King of the Ring as part of the package. Yeah. So they put yeah, it all together. Yeah. But that might have been something better for its own. It might have made it. It might have meant more if it was if the King of the Ring and Queen's Crown tournament was its own match, right, its for own sure. event. It got lost amongst so many other things. Yeah. That's, this is this is really one of those things when you look at that. There's ten matches if you include the preview. This is precisely one of those situations where you know what a if if this wasn't a queen of the queen's crown tournament this match would have been cut yeah. because there wasn't anything there i think um like i would love if you know maybe with triple h now seemingly not to divulge too much into like uh backstage stuff but because we don't do that here yeah. but um it seems like triple h is now a hundred percent fully in charge of creative now which is yeah good to know that's good enough. And being a former King of the Ring winner, maybe I would love to see him bring back the the King of King of the Ring PLE because I actually well, love that. Now, yes. Yeah, so I did. I did actually look this up when I was rewatching this because I got into King of the Ring. Yeah. His, some King of the Ring history. They were 
there was original plans to bring King of the Ring back yeah. as a PLE this year. It got, and I forget which one it got replaced by. Oh, okay. Um, but it got, it essentially just based on storylines and angles, yeah. it got bumped. So it may come back next year. From what I, from the last thing that I read about it, they have no further plans for it, but that was a long time ago. Okay, well, you never but, know. You never I think I think it'd be great to bring it back. It's a it's one of those things that I made a note of this. I made a note of this in uh, with the other one was that um, I love the fact that the King of the Ring tournament just kind of comes up now. Like it used to be its own. It used to be its own yearly event. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, it even predated like it it predated ple back then pay per views, but like yeah. ple is it was like. It was an event that was held non-televised for several years. Yeah. Um, I think the thing I, that I don't want to happen, though, if they held a King of the Ring every year, is to, for someone to be plastered with the King gimmick again, because that's it's a bit what, dry at this point. Well, yeah, I, that's sort of what happened, and I think it... But I think it can it can work if it's if it's the right time to do it. Well, it depends like as well. Some... I noticed that if a, if a heel wins it, they take the gimmick. If a face wins the King of the Ring... They kind of poo-poo it a little bit. Except yeah. for except for, uh, except for what we'll get to later. Oh, yeah. Um, well, these are both... Zelina Vega both was was uh, face, and she very much went into it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She has a face pop, and she... By all means, she she really went into it, and I do love when the when the characters get into that gimmick shift. Yeah. Because it is. It's a, it's a reset. Yeah, it's what that's what I love about these things is they are they give they give the winner a an easy quick reset because you just won a tournament where now you're the king or queen. One thing I would Use love it. to see change your character, yeah. change everything about you, change change your attitude, change your move set. Yeah, change the, your entrance, change the way you interact with people. Like, I would like liter- to see if they did the King of the Ring again. I, I would love to see when um, they do King of the Ring again. When they they give, will. Yeah, they will. We're but I would if they make it their own PLE. I would wouldn't mind seeing it like they used to do it, where the whole like there's an eight man tournament. It happens on one night because then you have yes. then you have the two finalists wrestling three matches in one night, and by that match, I did like that. Yeah, it was I, good fun. I like that. Well, I like both. I do like some of it both ways. They did it. They did it. Sort of that they did it half and half, I think, in the early two thousands or whatever. Yeah, I think that's maybe that's better. Having having they did that. Yeah, they did qualifying matches. Yeah, (laughs) which is just qualifying match. Qualifying matches is just one extra one extra bracket. bracket. Yeah, it's just one extra step in the bracket that they that they just don't want to put in the bracket because it because it's a big bracket. They don't want to put sixteen names in the bracket. They so they put the eight in the bracket. I do like it. Yeah, I do like that because you get that's that's one of the few times you get some people some people have to wrestling have to wrestle three matches in one night. Yeah. It's a it's a great part of what makes it unique. Yeah. But I also like I also like and and you could do that. That's the other thing. You could do that on one night. Uh, you could do you could do an entire tournament one night of Raw if you wanted to. Yeah, you could do, do it. it. Yeah, but we're being three hours now. You could um, just do a King of the Ring episode of Raw. Yeah, I like I like the idea that it comes up randomly. Like yeah. it's it's almost like a little chaos bubble. Yeah, and that's sort of what I would love to see. That if, if I'm if we're dream if we're dream uh, booking the King uh, future King of the Rings. I would love to see it come up as like a random thing that happens. Like there's a, there's a shakeup coming and like all of a sudden it's like something, something happens. Well, 
here here was the other thing. I thought I don't know why they don't just package it in, package it into the Royal Rumble. Yeah. Pay-per-view. It's right there. Like have the king of the that would that would at least make that you could make it uh you could make that entire event themed royally then. Yeah. You have you have Queen's Court. The entire event can be around the two Royal Rumble matches and the the semifinals and finals. Yeah. It doesn't have to you don't have to have any title matches. You can give kinda, all the titles you a break. Thinking now. It's kind of strange that an American company has like these like Royal Rumble and King of the Ring, very royal themed uh, things. It's, it's a it's a gimmick. Yeah, it is. It's a gimmick. a gimmick. It's an easy yeah. gimmick. Um but uh anyway, that's that was that match. Zelina Vega versus Dewdrop. Uh, was this the inaugural Queen's Crown or was this the second one? I believe this is the first. Was it the first? It was. Yeah. Okay. And only, um, I think. Yes. Yes, you're right. Because, Xavier, because we'll get to it later. Um, we'll get to it later. Yeah. Uh, next match. Up next, up next, we have we have Goldberg attempting to literally murder Bobby Lashley. <laughs> this was... I always thought oh this, God. and I still think it now. This was Goldberg's best match in his like this this later run in his life. Yes, yes, it was. Hundred fifty, hundred fifty. It was good but, that it was a no holds barred, a no holds barred falls. That's by the way, that's a stupid name for a match, a no holds barred falls, because every fucking falls count anywhere's match is course no holds barred. So I don't know why you're telling me it's a no holds barred falls count anywhere match. That well, actually. Well, actually, God, maybe I'm the anonymous podcast critic. Yeah, maybe you. Uh, <laughs> come, on, come on, fucking eyes on you. Come on. Um, I, I will, I will need to, we'll need to research some sources here. But I do believe there have been Falls Count Anywhere matches that are not no disqualification matches. So you could have a Falls Count. You couldn't use. But you that's could, always it, presumed, it, it, though, because every false County Wear match I've seen is just like, you can fucking do anything. If it's a no disqualify, I. They use no holds barred. Now here's now this is a this this is uh, there's multiple things in this uh, pay per view that we can that we can add to our rules. Um, someone take someone take note of this. This is something we need for the rules episode, um, because it's the titles of the matches and what those matches really entail. There is some, something specific about no holds barred matches, um, and because they use this sometimes, like when they say an unsanctioned match or something yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. There is I don't know what it is, but there is something specific about it that does does make it unique, uniquely different to to uh, to just uh, extreme rules or yeah it definitely this, it feels dang, it sounds dangerous does it dangerous doesn't it yeah sort of like yeah exactly it gives it gives another it gives another level of danger because it makes you think of things like does that mean like they could do a pile driver that's been illegal in the WWF for years like something right, like yeah, that yeah 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 that would be like uh, like something like but but we'll we'll do some research we will uh We'll say we'll do some research, and we'll probably forget about it unless someone calls us on it. Um, but you're right; that's confusing. <laughs> I do believe there's false count anywhere matches that have happened that are no disqualifications. Anyway, moving on. 
I the really like this match. This. I actually thought, as I say, I by the way, this at this time I absolutely adored Bobby Lashley. I think I thought he was awesome. I just absolutely yeah. loved Bobby Lashley. I still love Bobby Lashley. I think he's. Great. I love the fact that, they, and I love the fact that they let them work together. But this was the second. Was this the second one? Yeah, because they, the first one's was... when um, Bobby like took out his when, son or something. Yeah, and I love that they gave them time. Again, because I was very critical of Goldberg's return at yeah. all. I didn't want. I I have no interest in seeing. Yeah, I just don't and, have I, any and, interest I, in and I don't anymore. Ever. Still, I think this the um, only match. This this was like one match where I was just like, "Fuck, he was really good in this. He did a really good jackhammer. Far, he he was like, he he. Just, it was by far his yeah. best because he didn't have to rely on it. Didn't have to rely on being a wrestling match. Yeah, exactly. And Bobby was at, Bobby was in prime prime. Uh, you know. Bobby Bobby Lashley, I don't know how he continues to get better. Like he's just in prime condition all the time, and I don't, you know, he definitely being able Goldberg being able to work with a big guy like that, and and just guys just being able to wail on yeah. each other, power moves and power moves. I mean, it was it was a big guy versus big guy, um, match. It was it, you know. But I kind of find it crazy the, that Bobby Lashley's 47 years old because he debuted yeah, in man. the WWE in 2005. That's, that's he wild. He's, he, he is two years... He's older than me and he is in far better shape than I am. He doesn't look like he's sure. aged either. Like, at no. all. It's, it's that alopecia thing. It's... it's <laughs> I don't think I don't think I don't think that's it. I think it's probably it's probably that he's very healthy and has proper skincare techniques, uh, routines. Uh, um, I don't. <laughs> anyway, what do you want? I mean, what do you want to say about an eleven and a half minute Goldberg versus Bobby Lashley match? You big guy match, like. But but the fact I, that they oh let him, God. I just I couldn't get past the angle. Oh, I, can't. I can't get past what you just said. I'm trying. I'm trying to rapidly get past it. <laughs> That's the funniest thing you've said in this this eleven podcasts in. Click that. Yeah, we'll oh, we will, yeah we'll shit. we'll clip That's that one out. So funny. Um, I don't know, man. What I mean, what can you say about it? It's a Goldberg match. It's a Bobby the La- Bobby Lashley. It's a Goldberg ma- match. So thumbs down. It's a Bobby Lashley match. So thumbs up. Um, best Goldberg match that I've seen in the return. Yeah, let's just. <laughs> oh shit! I'm crying. <laughs> I got I broke. I really so broke funny. you this time. Oh fuck! It's, it's really not Let's funny, get, but it was really it's funny. Not, I don't know. Maybe it is. Maybe it is funny. Sound off in the comments below. Is, oh, it, is it funny or not? That was good. I'm not. Um, Ooh, next up, so moving swiftly along. <laughs> Good match. Le- <laughs> Came off the ramp uh, through some tables. Uh, yeah. Wait, are you still talking about Goldberg and Bobby Lashley? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Them? Sorry, I, I, okay. I, I don't, anything you've said in the last. Yeah, what happened? Tell me. Yeah, tell me some stuff that happened in the match because all I can think about, all <laughs> I can think about is it's just the fact that Goldberg legitimately said he was going to murder him. He did. He I like, did. He said he was going to actually kill him. Um, You're dead. Yeah. I, it's like yeah. He he said it's a license to kill. I do remember, I can't remember who it was. It was either Paul Heyman or Eric Bischoff, I feel like. They were talking candidly once, and they were saying, if one thing that wrestlers should never say in, in like a promo or leading up to a match is that they're going to kill the other person. Because yeah, it, it, like, it's something you, can, you advertise that you cannot fulfill. 
Um, exactly, so, and that's that's it, it's it, yeah. it, it goes so far beyond that it breaks kayfabe, it breaks, like it it's such a honestly it's such a cheap. In a way, in a way, they worked it, and I'll tell you what it was. Bobby's Bobby's. Uh, I don't know if it was a shoot or whether it was kind of worked into the angle where he where he called Goldberg. You know, the the legacy of Goldberg is is you're now just de- you've now declined to a rabid dog, like because yeah. it really sounds like it's that it's that tough guy. I'm gonna kill you, motherfucker, kind of shit. When it's like, that's not what this is about. Yeah. It's never been about. You're now like, I understand it gets per- the personal thing. It. He is working into that very personal angle. Yeah, yeah. The problem is they they kind of danced along these lines of Goldberg is kind of delusional, and um, this is where I really I really loved some of Corey Graves. Shout out to Corey Graves on the announce work where he dances the line between he'll dance the line he'll dance the line between who he who he agrees with heel or not because of their heel or face because of he has his own like kind of logic. Yeah. Um, and I love, he kind of got that for, Michael Cole has a good thing. I love Michael Cole's thing where he just hates somebody for no reason he or loves that, somebody yeah, for no reason. Good. Like, but, but uh, Corey Graves has this great thing where he puts that, he'll put that, he'll put that evil logic, you know, to D&Dify it. It's like that if Corey Graves is a heel, Corey Graves comes off more heelish, but he's like that lawful evil where, Dude, Goldberg's kid got in the ring and jumped on Goldberg from behind, or jumped on Bobby Lashley yeah, from a behind. Yes, fair game. Like you broke the one rule. You you broke the, you broke it, the the rule before I broke anything. Yeah. You got you stepped in this ring and you don't belong in this ring. You got you stepped in and got hurt. This also like it it, it on another level. It's like it's showcasing. Hey, Goldberg, remember a lot of criticism that Goldberg got was he wasn't a wrestler. He just came in and became the superstar. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, Hey man, uh, newsflash you're in rest. This is the wrestling world. Yeah. Again. And you're out of the, you're out of touch. Yeah. Again, Goldberg, you're out of touch. You're out of touch. You're this rabid dog. I loved I loved how Bobby Lashley played it off of it like, was, uh, I, it, dude, it, I'm bringing you back into our universe. Yeah, it was a really good run up to the match. To be honest, I think they they did the 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 run up to it was really good. Yeah, and uh, ultimately, probably the, the one of the better things, if not the best thing that Goldberg has done in this kind of older age return that he had. Like, I mean, oh, every, every uh, yeah, this 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 Bobby Lashley run was probably his best little run, I think. And, Absolutely. And let me tell you, and uh, and here's one of the reasons why I think it was, too. It wasn't about the title. Mm. Um, he got, I think, I think what happened is Goldberg got, he got to work with his son on an angle. Yeah. So, so that as a, as a father, that's really cool. More like if you get to well, do something yeah. with your kid that you enjoy, like that's always great. Like, yeah. um, I think he got. I think he really got a different perspective of this. And yeah. you know, I'm a. I am critical of Goldberg. I never really cared for him. I didn't. You know, I wasn't a WCW guy, so I didn't really care. But I didn't. But I also didn't care for. I didn't believe his hype. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I didn't same. care for what he did. I just yeah. was never a Goldberg fan. Never one of my guys. Never will be. Never can. Like it. Just nothing about it. 
nothing about it was is something that I care. Yeah. But I am. I will say I'm really glad that like I've heard him in interviews and stuff, and I he has seemed to have like changed his perspective on the industry a lot. Mm. Yeah, I think. And he I has, liked yeah. the way he played this whole thing off. I loved. I, I loved the match. It was a great match. It yeah. was one of the better, one of the best Goldberg matches I saw. Yeah, I've watched. Yeah, for sure. Um, moving on, Xavier yeah. Woods versus Finn Balor for the uh, the finals of the King of the Ring tournament. It, yeah, I mean, first of all, just Xavier Woods versus Finn Balor in a match together is magic. Mm-hmm. This match was another just beautiful match. Uh, you know. Two yeah, and, dudes and again, just, like a, similar to Mansoor and Al, and and, uh, and Ali, is like a, a good like ten, nearly ten minutes rounded showcase of each yeah. other of each other's you know um, what they can do in the ring and uh, yeah, really high good. spot, high spots, low spots, yeah, you know everything spots, um, and 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 in the end, we get Xavier Woods fulfilling a lifelong dream, yeah, legit becoming, lifelong becoming, dream, yeah, becoming king of the ring, yeah, which. Let's circle this a bit around for my own self-promotion a little bit. Leads <laughs> leads into lead it in him to him getting you know when we talked about this char- character shift when you get the king when you get become king of the ring. Xavier Woods went full into king mode, gets himself a new entrance theme. That's right. Made made by um. You got it. Why, wow! I, why am I having such a broad? I, I know um, who it is, but I'm letting this happen. Uh, this will this will definitely get edited. We're definitely going to go back and edit this out because my brain just shut. This what you get for the alopecia comment. Yeah, right. Fuck. <laughs> it's Mega Ran. His name's Mega Ran. Yes, Mega Ran. I don't know why I was. I don't know why I was having such a hard time there. Um, yeah, but his new his his intro by Mega Ran was what got me turned on to to him, and then. Uh, my band Riverside Odds just got to play with him last month um, in Philly. That's amazing. I didn't, even, I didn't realize who, and I didn't even realize until then he is originally from Philly. So oh, really? Oh, cool. That was yeah. Like, yeah, that was actually a kind of a hometown show for him. Yeah. But I just love like he's a dude that is a, just a super positive guy. He yeah. sings about. He tries to you know he sets super positive examples. It's a great matchup for him and and Xavier and. He, you know, he's a he's a video game nerd and a D and D nerd and a wrestling like fan. All of these and a wrestling fan and all these things and it was like it was really cool getting to meet him. Um, you know, um, yeah, really cool dude. Great to see Xavier. Anyway, point being, that was a great match. <laughs> um, yeah, really good match. And uh, yeah, it's good to see Zave get the win and uh, yeah. pretty good for him to get the win over Finn Balor as well because Balor is. You know, a pretty you know, a, a main event. Yeah. He's a main eventer. He's a, the he's top, a main eventer. Top he's of the card guy. He's a, so. he's a champion. He's a world champion. Yeah, former world champion. And, and Woods getting a, a, a win over him is pretty a pretty big deal. So it's pretty impressive. Yeah, he uh, exactly. Finn Balor is a is definitely a measuring stick kind of guy. Yeah. Too. Yeah. And I really, you know, he's he's I I, I want to see Finn have a good have another championship run for sure. Mm. And I, and I do believe he absolutely will. I, I think now with the world title on Raw, there's more possibility than ever. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Especially but with, with Priest having the money in the bank. We we talked about this before, but yeah, yeah. I see. I I see Finn. I see Finn being a locker room kind of leader for oh, a very for sure. long time for too, sure. and being one of those guys that 
works with new guys yeah. when they come in. Yeah. You know, I mean, like he's doing with, with, uh, you know, with everybody in the judgment day. Yeah. Um, fucking killer match. Anyway. Um, uh, anyway, the seeing Xavier Woods and Big E separate, this was because Kofi was injured. Kofi was point, out right? at this time. Yeah, I believe. Yeah. Kofi was out. This was Xavier Woods solo. And this was, and, um, and we get Big E, the WWE Championship Big E. Who I Again, daily, daily miss. Oh my God, I miss him so much. And I just love, but I loved his title run too. Yeah, and I, I, I really love this title run. I really do. His, I, his I, believe, I feel theme. like it could have gone on for longer for sure. Oh, certainly. I wish it, I wish it would have. It should have. Yeah. Um, yeah, I love this theme too. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, that letting him, letting him just get real into his solo character and not having... I, I, I like that they, they gave Xavier Woods, Xavier Woods and Kofi kind of were working as the new day. Cause this, they got split up, right? If, yeah. not, if I remember correctly, they got split up. The from new the day. Yeah. The new, um, uh, yeah. Biggie was drafted, drafted to Raw SmackDown. To Raw, and, so yeah. Uh, one, they got, they got split up because of the draft. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But Xavier and, and Kofi Kingston were still operating as the new as the day. New day. But so Mostly was, as so was, um, you know, so I mean, if you in this match, like he has the New Day written on the front of his of his gear. Yeah, so. yeah. So they were still con- he was still New Day yeah. representing, but Biggie was on his own on Raw. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. I on SmackDown think it was, Raw. was it Raw? On SmackDown, it was Raw. No, you're right. One it was Raw. One of those. Yeah, two. one of those two. But yeah, he was. Yeah, he was, um, was on Raw representing the, the, the New Day. This and and. Watching this match again and seeing where Drew McIntyre is now again at Crown Jewel again battling um, to get himself in these in this spot yeah like Drew's Drew's um, Drew's work to get back to the heavyweight championship or you know or any title yeah um has been going on for a while. It has been. It's been know? a long road. Yeah, he, he, since he's lost that title during the pandemic. I mean, it's the thing. He's never been a he's never been a world champion in front of people yet. Because, in front of actual people. So yeah. I think he's. I think it's a long road coming. I, I do believe that he'll get it, but it will be at the cost of being a heel. I think because he will kind of snap to get to get what he wants. I think. So. I think it has to. Yeah. yeah. And I think it has to be. But I also think that works. Yeah. I think that works yeah. For, for sure. Story. I think that works best for him. It's basically um, trying so much, being being like morally good in order to get what he wants, and then eventually he's just like, "Well, fuck it's this." It's just like, "Screw this! Yeah, yeah. I am taking it." Yeah, he has to. He has to. He has to become that morally ambiguous. I'm just in it for me. Yeah, I'm not necessarily heel. I'm just in it for myself. Yeah, yeah. Which um, is what he is doing now. He's definitely yeah, more that, of a heel character. Well, not really. That's he's just exactly it. Being, he's just making his own choices, like as if he's like. It's almost breaking kayfabe in the sense that he's like, oh, I figured out, I, I can see wrestling from the outside, and I know what heels and faces are, so I'm going to do whatever the yeah. fuck I want, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, um, it's, it's, it's cool. I'll say, I'll say, this is probably the only time he's uh, Drew McIntyre has ever been in the stretch muffler submission hold. <laughs> I don't think, I don't think anyone else no. has the has the capacity to. Other than Biggie would have the ability to do that. Yeah, I mean, may- maybe Brock Lesnar could, but I, I, you know, that was that was ridiculous. That was the spot of the, the spot of the match for me. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, but man, Biggie just Biggie and, 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 and I mean, they just tore it down. Thirteen and a half minutes. They just Biggie's matches, man. His world title matches from this time against like 
Drew and power, against like uh, all power, like his all matches, his match against Roman Reigns from around this time as well was amazing. And like, yeah, I definitely, definitely miss. Like, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know what the status is with Big E, and it's kind of up and down. And I know that he's, yeah, I, he's in, I, I know I that he's in good health, but I don't know if that means, yeah, he's I haven't checked in a while. To, to I have wrestle. a buddy, yeah. but a buddy, can, my, a buddy of mine is hope. friends with him, so I know I can check in and yeah, how I should see how he's doing. But yeah, I mean. I really hope we get to see him in the ring again one day because yeah, it's me definitely too. A, if, it, if, if so not, much. it's definitely a career cut way too short. That's for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, but amazing match. Big E retains yep. and continues his WWE championship run. That's right. For the time being. Um, yeah, a stack. This this card was super stacked. It's a great, it was also it's a, long. It's I mean, a really. It's, yeah, it's a nearly four hour event. Yeah. Yeah, it was extremely long. Yeah. Like it was a wrestle. It was WrestleMania length. Yeah. You know, one night WrestleMania length. Yeah. Um, Becky Lynch, Bianca Belair, Sasha Banks in a, in a 19 and a half minute triple threat. Yeah. Give it like second longest, second longest match of the night. Still longer, seven minutes longer than the main event. Yeah, true, true. Um, I mean, all Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar matches are pretty short. Um, yeah, because they're because because they're because, the they're, because they other. are they're just brutal. Yeah. Um, Apart from maybe the what that match where the ring got like tipped upside down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was, um, I love that match. Blood. Uh, so Becky Lynch. Uh, did you notice Becky Lynch's shirt at the time? Um, did you take a notice of what was no. uh, what her? What her new at the time her new shirt it was yellow yes bright yellow big and I time look it Bex up. or something like that big time Bex is back in your town right and how similar is that to the bloodline is now is now in your city yeah yeah you're right yeah it was big time it was it was or not back it is now in your town like is is it's like it was exactly it was exactly. Big time Bex for Bloodline, yeah, and t- they just switched town to city, yeah. But it is was exactly the same slogan, yeah. Um, so yeah, look that up. Okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Other than that, I mean, an amazing match. Again, hi- I mean, highlighting highlighting the fact that women are wrestling in Saudi Arabia once again. Yeah. Um, once, Second match know, of the period. night. I think this was the. Um, before this, they hadn't had two women's matches on one night, so this was the first. No, time. they had they had only had one. Yeah, this is now this is now two. And I think um, going after this, I may be wrong. Let me find out because after this was elimination chamber, and I believe we had the women's. Um, yeah, th- there were three. One, yeah, there were three women's matches on the on the neck. In fact. There were six matches on the main card at, at the um, Elimination Chamber event, and and um, half the card was women's matches. Oh yeah! So that says yeah. a lot. And that That's was like great. one was a tag match, one was a six women's Elimination Chamber, and one was a a singles match. So that's like a lot of women on one card in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. And at that event, they didn't have to wear the t-shirts either. So it's just clear progression. That's every right. They time. have progressive. Right. They yeah. have progressively been uh, able to. They're, they're they're progressively breaking down some of those barriers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, it's great to see. Yeah. I, really I, I'm, I'm 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 for I'm all for it. I'm yeah. all uh, you know. Um, but it's I mean as 
as far as triple threat matches go, excellent triple threat match. I mean, I mean, these are three it, three of the very best in in the yeah. world for women's wrestling, and uh, yeah, and I love the story. I mean, I love this. This was the story of uh, big time Bex coming back, and this was sort of like she kind of got this. This was her heel turn uh beginning in a way you know she came back she came came back and took the title off bianca yeah know, she was a, like she was two yeah, second yeah pr- or whatever it was turn seven right now seconds. yeah so um yeah i mean great match exactly what you expect from these these three these three women for sure yeah and and getting to see sasha banks is always great. Sasha yeah, it's nice to see her. I mean, I mean, I obviously, I don't know if she's injured at the moment, to be honest. But I, I, I have um, no idea what. Yeah. But um, she, I have not really seen much of her since she's left the WWE. Um, no, no, I have not. But, but um, I've heard, heard it's been good. But it's been good. Other than unless unless she's injured, then that's bad. But uh, uh, but she'll be back because she'll be back. Will. Of course, of course, she'll be back. <laughs> There's um, only one WrestleMania, and it's WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah pretty, pretty much. Yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, I mean, great Roman match. Reigns. So yeah, main event, main event, twelve minutes and twenty seconds. Yeah. It's Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar. Yeah. I have my first note is all day, any day. It's Roman <laughs> Reigns versus Brock Lesnar. Just give like, I, I don't know how you, I don't know when, however you get to Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar. This is what I love about Brock Lesnar too, is that he can just come in. It's Brock Lesnar. Yeah, we, and we, we were lucky. Like, we were lucky enough to um, see one of those Lesnar Reigns matches live when yeah. we went to SummerSlam as well. So. Yeah, and it's never bad. Yeah, there's name. There's never a. We could do an entire episode on Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar matches, and it would all be the whatever rankings we if we if we had a ranking it would be the highest of rankings yeah they'd yeah. all be they'd all be the top we, we wouldn't be able to rank them um but yeah it, i mean what i liked about this story the more more than anything it's not just roman reigns versus brock lesnar again the 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 angle of the storyline at this point because now because now it is it's roman reigns the head of the table with Paul Heyman and this whole angle was around when when Brock Lesnar showed up unannounced and this called into question this was this is when Brock or when when this is the first time that Brock had come back after Roman Reigns has been working with Paul Heyman yeah yeah so this whole question of who does his uh, allegiance lie with where's yeah. his allegiance and there was so many things that were so subtle and so sneaky up until this up until the very day up until the up until the day of when when they're when they're interviewing when they're interviewing paul Heyman on the pre-show and he says he's walking into he will be walking to the ring with with the the champion with with the champion with with the tribal with the champion roman reigns and i will be walking out with the champion yeah yeah that's such a good line isn't it like yeah, and and he and it's like it is just so he's so wonderful at playing on those little bits of those little those little pieces of of uh, of cilantro, those little pieces of, of <laughs> coriander. Yeah, you know. every week. 
Every fucking week. Every fucking week. That's the coriander. That's the coriander of the week right there. Was his little. The coriander. His yeah, little yeah. That's very good. I quite that, like that. Be, that's gonna be our new. That'll be our new thing. The coriander, coriander of the week. Coriander of the week. Coriander of the week. Uh, right now. Um, but obviously, we had um, Heyman like slide the title belt in the ring towards the end of the match. Oh. Which was yes. brilliant because it was perfect placement. It was right between right the two in the of them, and it was like, who did he mean to send that to? Like, yeah. Also, also, if you noticed, he had been he when you when you would see him at at ringside on the hard camera, he's always he was standing in the middle of frame. Yep, exactly. Whereas whenever he's whenever he's actually he knows exactly what he's doing, man. He he's exactly he's more he's off to the right. He's yeah. he's more in the upper. He's more in the upper right. But that's the great he thing was, about Paul Heyman, man. Every single move that guy makes, those, he knows. He, does, he thinks about yeah. everything he's doing. Everything, every single yeah. thing he's doing. More he coriander, about. coriander up to the end. Yeah, coriander to the end. <laughs> <laughs> My God. Um, yeah, but we get we get so this is now this is also early on in the in the universal reign of Roman reigns. They were talking. I think this was four hundred days. He had just passed a year. Yeah, recently. he just passed a year. Yeah, yeah. And they like, were talking. He was because they were. He was just. And this was his. I think you were about to say what I was about to say, so I'll let you say it. What's and that? I'll agree with. I you. don't think I was. Oh, this was. He was about to beat. Brock Lesnar's record. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brock Lesnar was like, I think Brock Lesnar was up into 500 something. And yeah. Roman Reigns at this point was over a year. It was like 400. I think they, uh, I'll check the facts. I'll, I'll check the facts. Don't, don't, don't hit me. You know, don't hit, hate don't, me on the numbers specifically. Me, as they say. But he was, he would have, to beat Brock Lesnar's record, he had to beat Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Uh, but it wasn't like he'll beat him tomorrow. It was just, Brock Lesnar stands in the Brock Lesnar had a longer record yeah. than Roman Reigns at that time and now we are at like almost 3 times the that number of days that he was champion yeah. at this point and because this is crown jewel 2021 and Roman Reigns was universal champion for f- over 400 days and here we are that was in 2023 two years ago. October 2023 coming into crown jewel again and he's yeah. still champion yeah, two years what later. What a freaking world we're living in, huh? Yeah. For professional and if, wrestling. And so, of course, spoilers, he leaves He leaves as Universal Champion after some shenanigans. Yeah. Um, bloodline, uh, uh, the Usos, Usos, Usos run into the end, double super kick, Brock. Oh, this is what, I, this was the other note. This is a perfect, we have a perfect, another perfect example of the, of WWE Universal, Universe rules. What's that? Because... The Usos came down when when the when the ref when uh the ref got knocked down. By the out way, by... when Charles Robinson got knocked down, Brock Lesnar just grabs him by his race band and picks him up with one arm. I know, I love I love when like he's gone like he's a shopping I bag. I love when he he's done that before. <laughs> so and either and it was in something that we reviewed, I think, because I think he you're picked right. up a referee. Yeah, yeah. He picked somebody else up off it was I think it was in a match. Yeah, just and he picked, picked them up. The up he picked them up off the floor, off the and threw them into the ring yeah, from yeah. the floor. What um, a beast. He, or it might not have been a match. It might have just been when he was beating people up. Yeah, later. yeah. But I, yeah, I love the Brock Lesnar picking someone up by the back of their belt and throwing them. <laughs> That's uh, great. Move. But then, so when, when the next referee came down, you saw the size of that ramp. Yeah. 
you know there is no way, there is no way possible, and the ref, and you're coming down a ramp at an I angle, would, so you see. I would contest. You see everything, but wait, well, wait, hold on, let okay, me get to it, okay. though. No, hold on. No, but, or, or, or let me tell, or then you tell me what you have that might be different than what I think, what I'm thinking. The uh, ref runs down. Every time you've ever seen a new ref come in, they run out from the back. Yeah. From, from gorilla position, yes, just like do. all the wrestlers. They have to run down the ramp. Yeah. So you're that telling me referee, he would have seen that happen. That referee absolutely right. saw so my the con- Uso's super kick. My but, contest. Okay, there's more. But here, no, well, here's the thing. Let me, well, I haven't contested it. It might be the same thing. Okay. The point, the point is... The referee, he is not an official referee until he enters the ring. Until he enters the ring. That's what I'm saying. That's what. Yes, that's why I I knew. I knew we were going to say the same thing. (laughs) I knew you were going to agree with me. That he, you cannot. That is one of the rules of the WWE. He could see any. He could see anything. He could have seen. He could have seen Goldberg kill Bobby Lashley. You couldn't. But that referee cannot cannot rule on anything that he doesn't see. That's right. Uh, he can't rule on anything he doesn't see, and he can't rule on anything he saw until he becomes the official referee. Right. And he is not the official referee until he enters the ropes. Yeah. Until he is in the ring. That is like, it's like a barrier of, you know, there's like a... It's like a barrier of jurisdiction. Bubble. Exactly. Think of it like, yeah, it's like, that's like, that is the courthouse. Like, you don't, you have no, you have no jurisdiction or you can't, that's, it's inadmissible evidence. You have no power here. (laughs) But it's but it's an exa- it's one of those perfect examples of those yeah. rules yeah. that you that you know he saw it yeah, yeah. you know he saw it. there's absolutely because he had to be looking in the direction he was running <laughs> and directly in front of him was two guys super kicking <laughs> super kicking uh, Brock Lesnar in yeah the and face. he's just got a run run inch pretend he didn't see it yeah, yeah. oh, oh fuck it was great but hey. What a pay-per-view. Definitely, I think, one of the best Saudi pay-per-views that there have been. For Definitely sure. Definitely, probably one of the better pay-per-views from 2021, for sure, as well, in my opinion. So, yeah. They put uh, a lot... They... they tr- Well, see, and this goes back to what we said earlier. They... They... It, it, they treated it like a real part of everything else. Earlier, they... Earlier, they were treating them like these special events... That were outside the realm of everything, like you said, these the showcase events of this, these stars against things, and these matches that don't have any real bearings. Yeah, this felt like it belonged in, within the WWE universe itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, and hands down, go watch it if you've got P, if if you got Peacock, fuck Peacock. But if you do, <laughs> while you're saying fuck Peacock, go watch it. If you've got if you're anywhere else in the world. And have the WWE Network watch it on that for sure. I don't know what else did we got anything else on that. No, 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 it's a no, solid. No, I mean, no, it was a solid, solid pay per view. Yeah, solid, pretty much pay per view. I mean, what happened after that? What What was? I don't even know what what was the. Where well, where did the storylines go to after? Yeah, that? I mean, what the, the event after, after that? that? Well, not because the event after that was survivor series and i believe we were still doing raw versus smackdown so oh actually this was this that just says right here the the events of the the roster the the events of the roster uh draft don't didn't take place until october 22nd of smackdown after crown jewel ah 
Jesus. Some rivalries, such as the one between Biggie and Drew McIntyre, ended at Crown Jewel as Biggie remained on Raw and McIntyre went to SmackDown. Oh, there you Draft go. Draft also impacted the King of the Ring Queen's tournament. Crown Tournament is going to Crown Jewel King of the Ring winner Xavier Woods had represented Raw, but joining the SmackDown roster the following night. While Queen's Crown winner Zelina Vega had represented SmackDown, but moved to Raw. Oh, this was also this is also when Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair got switched and they had to do oh, the title yeah. swap. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember that. That was yeah. quite cool, actually, because they had a bit of beef with each other. Yeah. I That kind of that kind of didn't actually go anywhere. No, because it? I don't think that was how the script was meant to go. I think they I legitimately... There was something, there, there was something, something weird. Yeah, so, something weird, something happened, weird happened with that whole thing because there was that whole thing of Charlotte like throwing the title down. Yeah. And... Uh, yeah, I, I have to go back into it. If uh, anybody that's listening knows about those events, yeah. know, talk about it. Um, but yeah, man, that's it's a great. Oh, so what we've got to do next? Mm-hmm. That's the pay per view. That's the what we still have to do next is um, decide on that squeaks podcast. So I guess we're rolling a D twelve, right? Yeah, so here's so what we decided before we started recording. Yeah, uh, you do that, and I'm going to grab the. Well, give, yeah, as you go get the D12. Um, we we were talking about uh, Halloween Havoc. Halloween Havoc just kind of came up because we were looking at the schedules and what was the wrestling events that were going on. Um, as as the recording of this night one of NXT's Halloween Havoc is happening tonight, uh, it hasn't started yet because uh, the time of this recording it's six forty three, uh, but. Uh, yeah, we were just chatting about Halloween Havoc and decided we're going to go into a Halloween Havoc review for next week. Um, but we're going to go back because Halloween Havoc has never, has in the WWE sphere, has only ever been in NXT. An NXT event, yeah. Uh, starting at 2020. Uh, and it just so happened that if you include all of the NWA, the first two NWA Halloween Havocs uh, in 90, or in 89 and 90, that comes down to a nice chonky 12 total. And it's not often in the D&D world that you get to roll D12s for anything unless you're playing a barbarian. Uh, I do miss my barbarian. Shout out to uh, our old D&D group. Yeah. So we decided we're going to go with the D- the 12. Uh, you got your D12? Oh, are you I, back, Chris? I got, I'm back and I got a D12. Okay. There you go. You found so your D12. Looking... Get that chonky... From, I'm jealous of you. I'm jealous of you because I miss rolling. I believe I'm going to play the next 1989 to 2000 every year between 89 and 2000. So yeah, that's what we're um, looking at right here. Yeah, but um, man, I do wish I do miss miss my barbarian. We should uh, we really should get together for. Another we should game. definitely. We do totally that. didn't get together for uh, the game we planned. <laughs> we keep trying to anyway. Yeah. Here's what we here's what we need to do. Mm-hmm. Instead of trying to get together to actually play a game, we just get together and roll characters. Yeah, because that's really what the fun. That's what the fun part is, right? That's the fun part. Speaking of rolling, all right. All right, roll here we that. Go. Can you roll hear that, that D12. Can you hear that? No, that's, I didn't. That's hear a anything. horrible sound. Actually, it sounds doesn't right. sound like dice. It doesn't sound like a dice in my hand. It sounds like I'll make else. I'll I'll make a I'll take a a digital dice. I'll, I'll take right, like here a we sample. go. And we are getting Halloween Havoc. Halloween Havoc, I uh, rolled a three. Halloween Havoc, 1991. Oh, three. That's the the first WCW the first branded WCW Halloween WCW Havoc. WCW one, yeah. From October 27th, 1991. Yeah. 
with uh, looks like the main event is Lex Luger versus Ron Simmons in a two out of three falls match for the World Heavyweight Championship. Wow, a Harley race in Lex Luger's corner and Dusty Rhodes in Ron Simmons' corner. Wow. Holy shit. This car Damn! looks so Holy bad. shit, just quick, um, real quick, we're gonna get we're gonna see Steve Austin versus Dustin Rhodes. Yes. For a singles match for the WCW World Television Championship. Oh my god, this is great. This is so good. I'm so gonna enjoy this freaking card, man. Wow, there's gonna be a lot the of Halloween Phantom. There's going to be a lot of things that I'm just not even going to know about. Same. Like, oh my god, Oz. It's freaking Kevin Nash as Oz. But before he was really? Kevin Nash, he was just called Oz. Oh my god! Yeah. Wait, you don't even know? You don't even realize this. Did, did you look at match number one? Sting? Match number one is the Chamber of Horrors match. Oh my god, yes. With Sting, El Gigante, <laughs> and the Steiner Brothers... Be versus Abdullah the Butcher, Diamond Stud, Cactus oh Jack, God. and who did we just talk about earlier? Fucking Vader. Vader. <laughs> Big Van Vader. Big Van Vader. This may be the best review review we've ever done. Yeah. I might I might have to call up a buddy of mine who is a big who who is a big Vader fan. Um and and when I rewatch this, like have a rewatch with with him. Yeah. I don't know I don't know if we've got time for it, you and I between now and then we may not but if we if, if we can squeeze up time to just rewatch it together that would be the best this looks like such a fucking stupid this card. is gonna be great i it was such a great idea i'm glad i am really glad you thought of that <laughs> I'm, I'm glad we I'm looked it up and this. you saw and you know because you're the one you mentioned because you when you looked it up we were just looking at all of the events total yeah and it was like and, and we were including the nxt versions and that just didn't it didn't it didn't come out to anything that you could roll on at one die. Exactly, and I thought it'd be also nice to do something a bit more. We haven't covered anything like pre two thousand, so we I, we also haven't we also haven't covered anything that's not, not strictly WWE. WWE yeah, exactly, be, yeah. because we're WWE centric podcast. But yeah. this this allows actually this is what's great about this doing it this way is this allows us to venture into you know it's stuff that the, uh, the wwe owns the library of now yeah it's not current but it it delves outside of the realm of just wwe stuff yeah exactly um, so look at this episode 11 where episode 12 it's going to expand yeah look at the episode 12 roll the d12 for episode we roll 12. the d12 for number 12 it was great look at that yeah um what's that oh the only other thing i gotta do is i gotta plug the instagram as always Plug the Instagram at Punk's Talk Wrestling on Instagram. Oh, and Plugging actually, it. I completely forgot to mention it at any other time during the podcast, but I'm going to a freaking WWE house show on Sunday. Oh, shit! Yeah. What? Yeah. I'm going oh, to no house shit. show. That's go- awesome, dude. Yeah, I'm going to Wembley Arena to see um, just a Sunday Stunner, as they're calling it these days. Sunday Stunner. Okay, well, then we'll have to get... We might have to get some uh, some quick reviews of we'll that. Get, yeah, well, we'll can, delve into that. Yeah, I'll, we'll I'll, delve I'll into take note live... of the card and we'll, uh, we'll delve in. Yeah, that's that's rad, dude. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, that's what I, I was, even, that's what I was saving for the they were, I didn't even realize they were over there in the UK again. So is yeah, that... Yeah, so, so so yeah. So I guess SmackDown, are they over there already? I don't actually know. Um, or they might be. They might be over there now doing like the smack because they do the weekend. Yeah. Kind of so I think um, I don't know. I get, I'm going to guess if there's. They haven't even announced the card. Well, they normally they never normally do. But 
Um, I don't know who's going to be there. I think Drew's going to be there. I think it's going to be primordially Raw superstars, hence why SmackDown is only like two days before that. So mm, okay. um, I think it's primordially Raw, Raw superstars. So we'll find out. Did you say primordially? Primordially. As in like, like as in primordial. Like um, primordial. Prima- I think you mean primarily. I meant pr- pr- primordially. Hold on. I'm pretty sure you mean primarily. There you go. Primordially. Primordially, um, in a way that is very basic or is connected with a very early stage of development. Yes. That's not what you mean. You mean primarily, as in comprised primarily of raw. Yeah, but, but like, in a, yes, a very basic. Basically, it's just raw people. Oh, this is another. This is another English thing. Probably, another, yeah. I, I I could be wrong. Who the fuck knows? But. I mean, you might be. You might all. You, I either you're wrong or all of England is wrong. I don't know. <laughs> I, there's or, a, good, there's or, a good chance I'm wrong. Or I'm wrong and all of America is wrong. One of these four, or most of these, all four of those things could actually be true. We could all be wrong. <laughs> I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure if I was just hearing it wrong. Anyway, hey, anyone listening this po- this point of the podcast, sound off. Do you say primordially or primarily? And yeah. Also, we have a Patreon where unedited episodes like this segment will be. So you may Good not even hear God. this part. I don't know. I don't know if it's going to make the cut. We'll find out when I edit it down. But it's also at Punks Talk Wrestling on Patreon. And now on TikTok, punks.talk dot wrestling jesus christ just search just search for it you'll find it there's nothing there yet either um except probably these clips uh will be there soon um what else do i gotta say um good night and goodbye i think oh wait us us individually us Us individually plug ourselves at rw me rw hellborn 669 on instagram and all those places and uh at it's chris newman my full yeah. name kind of almost not really. uh, you can find me there yeah I think, oh, that, I, I think I, that's it I think that's it I think that's it I think that's yeah, that's pretty much it let's call it let's go if we call it it if we just stop talking that will be it alright that's it right now <laughs> alright right now here now yeah here here alright now now yeah